Hello, and welcome to Imperfect Men, yet another Rexy pod ranking all of the Founding Fathers, from Andrew Adams to George Wythe. I'm Cody. I'm Steven. And today we are taking a look at our first New Yorker, John Alsop. Ooh, Alsop, what an interesting last name. Yep, A-L-S-O-P, if you want to look him up. But don't do that until after you've heard this episode. Yeah, (laughs) because you want to get the information from us, from Cody and me making fun of his last name. Yes, that's fine. He's dead. (laughs) Yes, coming to you after a slew of technical difficulties. Uh, he I It's really, it's a miracle. It's a, it's a, it's a goddamn miracle that this, uh, this episode has come together. That's true. There was yeah. lots of audio issues, but I think we got it worked out. Yep. Yeah, we're still going. So, so that's yeah. Good. So hopefully, let's get, let's get this done for something blows up. Okay. So right into it. John Alsop, born in 1724. Couldn't find an exact date. In New Windsor, New York, to John Alsop Senior and Abigail Sackett. Sackett. Yeah. Um. He moved to New York City uh, after you know normal education. Uh, moved to New York City with his brother Richard and began a business in cloth and dry goods. Okay. So just you know, general merchant, just New York City, which you know hub of commerce. Right. Yeah. So, he probably was probably making some money. I'd say. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he, he served in the colonial legislature, uh, the New York Assembly. Uh, so just you know trucking along there. Yeah. Uh, he married Mary Frogat. F R O G A T. What the? These last names are ridiculous. <laughs> in 1766, uh, and had one daughter with her. Uh, unfortunately, his wife died in 1772, oh. and he never remarried. So, not long marriage. Uh, his daughter, uh, just as a side note, married a man named Rufus King. Rufus King. That's uh, nice. To take a phrase out of Tatalus Rankin, put a box around him. We will be talking about him at some point. Oh. And it will be a lengthy episode. Oh, really? Yeah. For, for... Russia. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, right. so, yeah, Rufus King, he'll, he'll, he'll show up later. Uh, so, but Alsop, uh, named as a delegate to the first Continental Congress in 1774, where he participated and signed the Continental Association. So, cool. Uh, he Very served on the Committee of 60, 60. Uh, which enforced the association in New York City. So, these are. 60 of, you know, the local leaders, business people uh, who are supporting the Continental Association. And remember, the association is a, essentially a trade boycott, so they're enforcing that in New York City. Okay. So making sure that nobody's doing business with Britain. Okay. All so right. it's okay. The, the top men of the city. Oh. So. All right. Uh, after the start of the revolution, he actually began supplying militia forces uh, with materials they needed, like clothing, um, gunpowder, okay, uh, so other supplies that they needed. So, which never ever underestimate the logistics of a of a conflict. Like you always, oh yeah, always need more supplies. I think that's like one of those one of those things that they don't talk about as much when it comes yeah, to the war it's not, stuff. It's, it's like not flashy. Exactly, it's one of those things. It's all the behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. but it's the the stuff that. It actually makes the war happen. Yeah. Like, if without all that commerce and stuff behind the scenes, like, yeah. nobody would have any like guns. You, uh, nobody would have any uniforms. You can have a, you know, a hundred good tactical generals, but if you don't have a single good quartermaster general, you're screwed. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so having a good supply train is very vital, and he was one of the people supplying uh, the militia forces. Okay. Uh, he served as a delegate to the Second Continental Congress, 
where something interesting happened. Ooh. Now, we'll delve into this a little bit more later uh, during articles of impeachment, because we'll have that discussion there, because I kind of want to discuss whether or not we would consider that scandalous. But Okay. So, obviously not everybody in the colonies wanted independence. Independence was, you know... Just one position. Some people were wanted to be neutral, stay out of it. Others wanted to reconcile with Britain, right? Yeah. You know, and there were varying degrees of that as well. Like just full, like loyalists, like no, we need not fight them at all, or right. what, you know, what have you. Yeah, we just obey the law. Um, there were some who just wanted reconciliation. Yeah. Um, and he was one of those people who just wanted reconciliation. Didn't want full independence. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Uh, he left the Continental Congress in 1776. He refused to sign the Declaration and resigned. Oh, wow. Okay, interesting. Well, I mean, a lot of those guys, I think, were kind of afraid of Britain's might and fury. Yes. So, like, uh, it's it's hard to hold that against somebody because you're like, yeah. these guys are going to well, come we'll, down hard on us. We'll, we'll have that discussion in a little bit. Okay. Like, well, let me get uh, yeah. the rest of his biography first. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, have yeah. that discussion. So. Yeah. Um, he headed home for New York City, but by the time he arrived, it had been occupied by the British after a few defeats of uh, Washington's army, uh, Battle of White Plains, uh, Fort Washington, et cetera, et cetera. Like, all these battles are in and around New York City. Uh, the British occupied, and they occupy it for the rest of the war. So he's not able to go home for the rest of the war, so he just kind of wow. sits out the rest of the war in Connecticut uh, with his brother, Richard. Um. After the war, he returned to New York City and led the local Chamber of Commerce. He also headed the New York Hospital Association, which kind of ran the city's hospitals, which, you know, kind of rudimentary at the time, but still important. Yeah, that's important, yeah. Um, and continued just, you know, being a local leader until he died in Queens in November on uh, November 22nd, 1794. Okay, okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. Well, a lot so, more information on this fellow. Than our uh, last guy. Yeah, than uh, old Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> our first guy and our last guy. Yeah, old yeah. old Jack. He's got uh, he's got some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I like how we just kind of give the lesser ones nicknames. Like Andy and Tommy <laughs> and Jack. Uh but all right. Let's get down to it. Okay. Perpetual Union. Ooh. What impact do they have on the drafting of these documents? Now I told you he was in the first Continental Congress. Yeah. And he signed the Continental Association, which he will get a bonus point for later. Right. I looked through. I read through the act that because you know, they publish, you know, the journals of these congresses. So we have the, that those documents to look through. He's mentioned in the journals of the first Continental Congress. Pretty much just when he shows up. Okay. So it's like he. he which he, well, first of all, he gets there a few days late. So okay. come on now, he'll tardy, you know, okay. but yeah, it's fine. But basically just recognize, Hey, you know, the chair recognizes John Alsop as a, uh, sworn delegate from this state of New York or whatever. Okay. That's pretty much it. He doesn't, oh. there's no record of him actually taking part in the debates. There's no record of him, you know, well, doing okay. well, let's, anything. Let's think. Of, let's talk about the kind of kind of Congress a little bit. Then, hmm. just a little bit, just a little background. I think would help me. Hmm. Um, what did they do as far as the um, association went? Well, the first Continental Congress, which the Continental Association is like kind of the 
document that comes out of it. Right, yeah. Basically, it's not necessarily the first, but the, the, the first big gathering of delegates from the well, from what was the time the colonies to discuss how to respond to uh, British actions because by this point by 1774 the intolerable the the acts have been passed those are the ones that like you know strip Massachusetts of its local governments that close the port of Boston yeah. you know um, people can be take like people can be taken from the colonies and uh, tried in a criminal trial in Britain okay like stuff like that pretty oh, pretty yeah. severe right, right. actions by Parliament. And basically, they just get together to discuss, hey, you know, how should we respond? Should we respond? Okay. What should we, if we do respond, like, what should we respond with? To what extent? Okay, so they they came up with these articles. Well, yeah, the association, yeah. The association. And they also um, came up with, uh, they came up with the association. They also sent a petition to the king to kind of appeal to him directly to hey can maybe you can intervene with parliament oh, maybe you can just you know maybe we can find some common ground to where we can work this out okay so so, so without that knowing all that yeah like he had to have had some say well yeah see that, that's the thing i maybe maybe, maybe even if it's not you know, they didn't document it exactly what he said. Or maybe he's just one of these guys who just kind of sits back in the corner and kind of, like, kind of observes. And maybe later, because, I mean, all these guys, of course, they're going to, you know, talk outside of the Congress. Uh, I mean, of course, of course yeah. there's taverns and oh, yeah. all these guys just stay in, you know. I mean, they, they, they say that, like, a lot of the revolution was made in taverns. Yeah, so, so, and those conversations aren't always going to be recorded. Like, somebody might record it in their diary or something or their right. journal. Maybe. It, yeah, exactly. So it's like... There's but no proof just, of him doing something, but it's like, but but him being part of that, yeah, he had to have had something, so, yeah, some especially kind of especially since a lot of the colonies voted by state, so you may not necessarily have, you know, somebody like him stand up like in Congress and you know make a point or debate or something, right? But later on, you know, each uh, colony's delegates made. You know, talk amongst themselves. Sure, yeah. You know, exactly. like, hey, you know, what do you think we should do? Blah, right, blah, blah, exactly. Blah. So he had to. He probably had some kind of input, even if it was a small amount. We, yeah, you know, we don't. We just don't know because we don't have the records. Right. But, so it's like uh, I, I don't want to give him a zero. That's what I was thinking because I mean, Tommy and Andy, they both had nothing to do with. Like, yeah, they weren't. They even literally showed up and signed the articles out of Confederation after they were done. Exactly. So, and they weren't in this this um, Congress. No. Well, I mean, yeah. The only thing that John Alsop does, the only thing he does, is sign the Continental Association. Right. That's the only one of the four documents he signs. Right. So, but he was part of the the main thing that came up with them. Right. Yeah. Yes. So that's where I, that's where I'm like, I'm not giving him a zero. Because obviously he was there. Yeah, he probably had some input. We yeah. just didn't get the full record. Yeah, and also it's like, but like you also can't give him like you know a high score though. Ten, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it out of ten, right? Yeah, I always forget. <laughs> yeah, each of us uh, out of ten. Cool. Yeah. So what are you gonna give him? Man, out of ten, ten's a lot. You know, like yeah. And well, and, and also another thing, I guess I should mention this before you started. He was part of the Second Continental Congress leading up to the Declaration. Oh, that so he's, did that he's probably taking part in those. I couldn't find anything there either. I couldn't 
or he's probably taking part in those debates as well. Oh, see, that makes maybe like trying to draw back, like because he wanted the he wanted he wanted reconciliation. Okay, so so it's like maybe he wasn't successful, but you know, having a an opponent can help you kind of like in a debate can help you like kind of refine your points. I mean, that's why like you know before every presidential debate, you know they you know or really any political debate not as presidential, but like. They'll, the candidates or the participants will usually have, like, a mock debate beforehand with, like, you know, like a staff member, an aide or something, right. just to shoot the points off of so they can kind of refine their own position exactly. a little better. Yeah, yeah. So having sense. those opponents is, you know, not key, not sorry, key, but, you know, it will help your help you refine your position a little yeah. better. Yeah. Not so, again, yet. nothing documented. Right. But, but he was there. We know he was there. He's there. We just, yeah, we just don't know what he said. <laughs> Or yeah. what if he said anything? Yeah. So I'm gonna go with out of ten, out of ten, out of ten, out of ten. With those two things, shoot, I'm gonna go with like a four. Four. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna go with a two. Okay. See, because it, being out of ten, like ten, you'd have to be like Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like somebody like you were there. Through the whole thing, like you wrote the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, but we don't. Since we don't know what he said, I can't give yeah. him like a six or yeah, like yeah, a five yeah, no, no, or no. like a you know a higher yeah. number because we don't know what he said. Right. We don't know what his positions were. We don't know that. Right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say a. Oh, four. we know what one position was. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah well, well. of course, yeah. Well, we knew that, <laughs> yeah. but like, as far as like, you know how he how it progressed those documents. Yeah, like, like what like or especially like what were even his like kind of internal thought process exactly like we don't know like, yeah, so, so i'm gonna give him a four because i think he he did more than a lot of the other ones mm-hmm. uh, well the the two that were yeah you know, <laughs> yeah tommy and andy but he he did a lot more than them so yeah four yeah i'm gonna say four like i said i'm gonna give him a two um yeah clearly not worthy of a zero but i don't know i just can't give him, i can't bring myself to give him a three so it's like mm-hmm. uh, yeah so yeah. yeah. All right, so that's a six for Perpetual Union. We the People, what was his impact outside of uh, the four founding documents? Uh, as I mentioned, he served in the New York State Legislature, so, you know, yeah, maybe important in local politics. Yeah. Uh, local le- leader in New York City before and after the British occupation. Remember, he had been a, a business leader. He'd been on that committee of 60 enforcing the association. Yep. Uh, after the war, he headed the Chamber of Commerce yeah. um, and the Hospital Association. Yeah. Uh, so I think supplying the you know the military. Y- yeah, team, that's pro- a pretty big one. Yeah, and provide. Obviously, he wasn't the only supplier. Right, he was one of but, them. But um, and that was only you know before he was forced out of New York. Right. So you know, first year or so of the war. But yeah, that, that's still important. Um, yep. Especially because like the Continental Army was like oh pretty much nearly always in desperate need of supplies. Right, exactly, like all the whole the, all the time. So, yeah. And being a supplier, I think it was a pretty big deal. Yeah. I mean, I, I well, in my mind anyway, like I said because there was the supplies were so few. Yeah. Uh so what do you uh, you want me to go first? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh boy. Being being a supplier is a big one for me, I think, because yeah. When you said that, I was like, okay, well, without the suppliers, the war effort would have never went anywhere. Like, 
Yeah. Plain and simple. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, if you think of it that way, America might not even be a thing without that, without those guys doing that. Yeah. So it's like, dang, that's kind of big for me. But he is also just one. One of, yeah, yeah, probably many. But, like, still, yeah. one, you know, if we had just one less, would that, that might have changed the whole tide. True. Uh, so it's like, oh, man, it's hard to say. And it's funny that he was, <laughs> I'm going to make a different, I'm sorry, I'm going to make another point, but um, it's funny that he was a supplier of the military, but also he wanted reconciliation. So he's like supplying yeah, the revolution, but he's yeah, also. Yeah, that was also just kind of, kind of weird to me as well. Yeah. Um. So it was almost like he was like trying to be like, okay, if we lose, I'll still have good, a good. Yeah. You know, but I'll be in with the, the, uh the king and stuff but well there's we another there's another aspect to reconciliation that I'll I'll bring up here in our next category um okay but also you could also kind of rationalize it as like okay well this is us showing the king that like hey we do mean business mm-hmm. we can fight back mm-hmm. but we don't want to I see what you're saying we yep. don't want a full divorce I got you this is our trial separation we don't want a full divorce. I gotcha, yeah. So. Okay, I'm going to give him a this five. Is us, this is us going through some very rough marriage counseling. Right. <laughs> I'm going to give him a five. A five? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to give him a four. Okay. So. We're pretty close on that one. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, the supply thing is. That's a big one to me. I mean, because without that, you don't have a, you don't have an army. Without the army, you don't have a revolution. Without a revolution, you don't have a country. So. So that's a nine for We the People. Now, articles of impeachment. How scandalous were they? The only thing I have on this guy is the stuff that I kind of put in this category to discuss. Uh, Now, as I mentioned, he resigned from Congress because he refused to sign the Declaration of Independence, saying, quote, I am compelled to declare that it, the Declaration, is against my judgment and inclination. As you have, uh, I presume, by that declaration, close the door of reconciliation. I must beg leave to resign my seat. End quote. Dang. Now, why would some now? Why would somebody want reconciliation? So, at the time, many of these colonial empires were based off a concept called mercantilism. Mm. Basically, the only the colonies pretty much just existed to do business with the home country. And that was like like the colonies could only trade with Britain or other British colonies. Like, right. You know, Jamaica, the Bahamas, Bermuda, yeah. and such. They didn't want to share resources. Yeah, you wouldn't want to trade with the French. Right. Or the Spanish. Yeah, because we'd have resources that they'd want, and, you know, they yeah, got so, one up on them. So. Yeah, and, you know... Definitely not a like a multipolar world where like you know several different powers vying for more control. Mm-hmm. And there's also belief that you know we've kind of moved away from this because we have essentially a floating currency or a fiat standard, basically where just theoretically money could be infinite. Um, but at the time, you know, kind of gold standard type of right. economies where it's like okay. The amount of money that we can, that we can generate is finite, so long as you know. So, so we need to control more of the actual raw resources. 
Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So, which which drove the expansion of these col- of, you know, colonial empires, mm, of course, more yeah. resources for yourself. You also have if you're part of an empire like this, you also have the protection of their military forces. Right. So if the United States is on its own and it would have it would have problems with this uh, early in its history, um I think we'll probably talk about that a little more on Jefferson's episode, when we talk about uh, his uh, We the People category mm-hmm. for uh, his uh, presidency yeah. specifically. You have protection from pirates. You have protection from um, foreign countries, um, privateers. So once you were independent, you no longer have that protection. Yeah, the British protection. Navy is not protecting your shipping routes. Right. The British Army is not protecting your frontiers. Right. So there is an argument to be made that like, hey, if we just reconcile, you know, maybe, you know, we give some, they give some, we'll still have that protection. That makes sense. And cause... and given that this guy was a merchant in New York City, he obviously wants to protect the trade routes over land and sea. Right, yeah, that's from, his livelihood. From uh, uh, endangerment. So you can kind of see where he's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, clearly in the minority, yeah. because he was not the you know the fifty what could have been the fifty seventh signer of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> right, out of how many? Well, fifty six signed it, but oh, right, yeah. he could have been the fifty seventh. But right. Um. So. So I'll put the question to you: Is not wanting to sign the Declaration scandalous? I, I mean. Not really. It's not because it's not like he did anything like crazy. Like, oh, he didn't like he went up and spit on it or something like that. He was <laughs> just like, you know what? I'm just going to back off on this. He, did, he didn't immediately like turn. Because, co- he didn't do a Bennett Darnold. Right. Because he, he signed the other thing that said, hey, we're the, United the Continental States Association. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he signed that one. Yeah. So it's like he believes we should have some sort of independence. He yeah. just doesn't want to do it right now. Or, or we should have some greater say in how things are run. Exactly. And we should be like, we have our own thing, but still be part of the, you know. So yeah. it's like, yeah, no, it's not really scandalous. I wouldn't say. Like, yeah. that's not, again, yeah. like, scandalous, I would, you know, there's, it would have to be like, he would be like, vehemently against it. Mm. Like, no, you know, King George, long live the king. You know, that would be like scandalous, yeah. I think. He was just more like, yeah, maybe not now. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> and afterwards, he just planned to go home. Yeah. It wasn't like he planned to, like, you know, <laughs> help enjoy, the English enjoy, yeah. in some way. So, so, yeah, I would say now. Okay. Yeah. I definitely wanted to discuss that because we are going to have some people coming up who refuse to sign the Constitution. Oh. Okay. There's three in particular uh, off the top of my head that I can think of who you know, were at the convention the whole time and refused to sign it. Um, so. Uh, we will be talking about those people cool. at some point um, in the future. But, yeah, so this is kind of our first instance of running into that. Like somebody, somebody not at one of these in. conventions or part of Congress and just, no. Yeah, it depends on how they refuse, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. And this, this is not one of those cases where it would be a scandalous refusal. Okay. Um, was there anything else? Anything no, else that no did? Th- I couldn't find any other scandal. No other scandals? No. Uh, zero? Yeah, so that's what I was <laughs> I mean, well... I'll give him a one for not for being like uh, maybe right not now. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's a little yeah. tiny bit scandalous. Yeah, well, I'll still give him a zero. That way, you know, he's just combined as a one. There you go. Yeah, fine. I think that works. So, so with a one and a zero, that is a one. <laughs> you have he, the, he, he are has you doing one. a calculation right now? No, no, I, I, no, no, I'm putting it into my phone in the notes. <laughs> I, I have it listed out, like, like, a, like a line for one. you, a line for me, then the total right, line. I got you. And yeah. I have, like... My fingers are too big for the little <laughs> keypad on the iPhone, so. Yeah, I thought you were like, one plus zero, <laughs> one. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that is a, he, he has one article of impeachment. Uh, well, yeah, because he was like, hey, you know what? I yeah. ain't signing that right now. So, yeah. So, the whites of their eyes. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, this is my favorite. I ain't gonna lie, this is my favorite part. I love the, <laughs> I love the CD. I, see what... I hope, I hope there is a picture. There's a picture he's swiping. <laughs> There's a picture. There he is. Oh, there's a whole portrait, or is it like a? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh boy, he's a he's a chubby fella. <laughs> well, he's a merchant. So he's he's got all that merchant money. He's got that dry goods money. Yeah, he's so. Again, I mean, it's it's hard to describe these guys because they all look pretty much the same. You know, they got the yeah. white powdered wig. You know, also nice depends jacket. greatly on the skill of the artist. Right. <laughs> I mean, he looks good. I mean, it's a good it's a good it's a good yeah. likeness. Yeah. Um, it's black and white. So there's no color to it. Yeah, um, the, I think it's a reprinting of a previous painting or oh, something. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, he looks like a portly Englishman. <laughs> I mean, that's what he looks like, yeah. you know. Uh, stately, like he's like, you know, he's posing. You can tell he's got money He's because he's got weight on him. Um, like he, you were saying. like he, he's he, was head, he was literally the head of the Chamber of Commerce. So Yeah, he has money. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good portrait. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it doesn't look goofy or anything. Yeah, that, I mean? that's from 1765, so it's a few yeah. years before the Continental Association. But 1765, wow, yeah, okay. So. Yeah, give it a two. Two. Out of five, right? Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I'll give it a two as well. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. But it's not, there's no color to it. There's no, no background. Yeah. There's no, you know, flash, panace, you know? That's what I'm looking <laughs> for. <laughs> Something different, you know what I mean? Yeah, so... So that is a four for the whites of their eyes. Bonus points. Yeah. He signed the Continental Association, and that's it. So he gets one bonus point. One point. If he had just signed that declaration. <laughs> he would have got another point. He would have got another point. Dang. He missed out. He uh, he, 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 how, he willingly gave up that extra point. I know. Well, how's that? 300 years later or whatever? 200? Mm-hmm. I don't know how loud I can't do math. Yeah. You should have known. So... That is a total score of 21 for John Alsop. 21? 21. 21 out of a possible 74. It's pretty low. Yeah. But, not, but again, not a lot of information about the guy. Yeah, not not great. But, I mean, not too... Uh, Amazing. The levels of other, well, <laughs> other people yeah, we've discussed. I mean, <laughs> Andy Sam and Tommy, and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not, not, not to that extent. And John he, Adams, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, not not the other way to John and Samuel. So yeah, no way. Not that, even close. That, that's it. Like that, their their scores are high enough to where they get the respect of just being. Get, we call them their actual names, John and Samuel. Whereas the other two, <laughs> they didn't score high. Enough. They don't get the respect. There's yeah. Andy and Tommy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could it just be any? Yep. dude today. So now we got to ask the question. Ooh, this is a okay. Yeah, is John Alsop a founding father? Or a floundering father. 
Every time, the laugh. Um, man, what was the? What do we score, Annie, Tommy? I think it was like seven and twelve or something. Mm-hmm. So he's quite a bit more than that. But doesn't I don't think it, it necessarily have to be based on the score. That's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. I just that's just the way my brain works. Just kind of the gut feeling you have of him. I'm gonna do floundering. He's a floundering father to me because yeah. Not only did uh, he only signed one thing, mm-hmm. but he also refused to sign the, dec- mm. the Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. which, you know, to me, that's a floundering action. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's not scandalous. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. I mean, given the way he did it or went about it, it's like, you know what? I just can't sign this, but I'm going to resign because clearly, like, I am not representative of. You know yeah. what the mood is, so I can't actually <laughs> represent. I read the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I'm gonna have to agree. He's floundering, but not, you know, horribly floundering. No, not at all. Like no. he's, he's he had something. Going yeah. For him. So you know, uh, Andy got a bus stop. Tommy got a uh, subway subway station. Uh, Jack, uh, Jack Alsop, uh, you get um, you get like a small park named after you, Ooh, like, like, like a, a very, like one. a like like a like a small one in like the bad neighborhood, maybe <laughs> a bad side of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, it might have. Some yeah, it's kind of run down. Yeah. Need, need some landscaping work done on it. Yeah, you know. they don't really keep it up too much because they're afraid yeah. to get out there. Yeah, you know what? You know, he was head of the chamber of commerce. We could just you get the. You know, it, the, your your park is like next to the Chamber of Commerce. There you go. So there you go. There you go. I yeah, like that. that's All good. Right. Floundering so, though, still. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But um, so that's a little short. But like, so you know, I'll kind of what I did with uh, Tommy and explaining a little explainer on the Articles of Confederation. All right, yeah. I'll give some a little bit of explainer on the Continental Association for this guy. Oh, it's a little attached to this. So okay. So. Continental Association, the result of the First Continental Congress, uh, which opened on September 5th, 1774, in Carpenter's Hall in Philadelphia. Not Independence Hall, but it's next to it. It's nearby. No, okay. Um, I've been there, Independence Hall. I have not. It's definitely on my... I almost wept. I probably will. (laughs) I mean, I... It I, is amazing. I wept when I saw the Constitution for the first time. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. When you go to Philadelphia and see that, you're going to be like... But Washington... What? Or, or you mean New York? Okay, you mean Independence Hall? Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about Independence Hall. Yeah, it's in yeah. Philadelphia. Well, I'll be sure to climb up on the top of the uh, the bell tower. It's on top of it. See if I can find those like Ben Franklin glasses from National Treasure. <laughs> I think you'll get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would. Park the park police take no prisoners. They and they'll be dressed as like colonial <laughs> like soldiers so you'll be even it'll probably shoot you in the butt with like a musket you'll be like ah I'll fall <laughs> off and break your neck yeah and those, those those were like lead so that i'll get like lead poisoning <laughs> i don't think they still use lead now but <laughs> well they wouldn't use a musket now either i don't <laughs> well, think. they might you never know <laughs> don't mess with them <laughs> won't mess with them and you'll find out yeah well, f around and find out i guess uh yeah, the Congress, it was convened in response to the Intolerable Acts, which were passed by Parliament earlier in the year. Only 12 of the colonies, not all 13, 12, uh, met to discuss a unified response to the Acts. Uh, Georgia did not send delegates. Of course they didn't. Yeah. Georgia. Georgia, also at this time, it was the most recent colony. Oh, okay. um, it had only been settled, like established about 
about 40 years before this. Wow, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> very recent, like not many people there. I think at the time of the revolution, I think there were only like 50,000 wow. settlers there. Holy crap. So not, not exactly, you know, a, a, a power Not like Metropolis. Virginia or <laughs> Pennsylvania or New right. York. You know, not only oh, yeah. powerhouses. Right, 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 yeah. So, um, also, like, they needed more British support than the rest of the colonies because, like, you know, Georgia abutted right up against, like, Cherokee lands. Oh, so they had needed those British troops to fight Native Americans. So oh, they, maybe okay. they were just like, eh, I don't know about this. Right, so, yeah. Um, at the Congress, delegates ranged in opinions from drawing up a list of policies to uh, pressure Parliament to repeal the acts to those wanting a more forceful response, including, like, asserting their rights militarily. Mm. So, like, a wide range of opinions. Um, two ex- like two conclusions made, like, outside the Congress uh, greatly influenced the association. The Suffolk Resolves, which we talked a little bit about during Samuel Adams' episode, mm-hmm. and the Virginia Association. Mm. So, the Suffolk Resolves were put forward by the leaders of Suffolk County, Massachusetts, and called for the boycott of British goods and organization of colonial militias. Uh, it was authored by Joseph Warren, uh, with input from Samuel Adams, and approved on September 9th, 1774, and taken to Congress by Paul Revere. Oh. So, wow, he's always taking stuff places, yep. isn't he? <laughs> yep. uh, was he just like the postman back then? Just Kevin Costner? He was Kevin Costner? Was he Kevin Costner and around everywhere? Present Ringo Starr? <laughs> No, yeah. it wasn't Ringo. It was um, Tom Petty. That was Ringo Starr. No, it was Tom Petty. Oh, it's been yeah. awesome to see that movie. <laughs> but, 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 but the Postman, the most underrated movie of 1997, I think. Do you really believe that? Because I'm with what, you on that. I'm just saying because I don't remember what else came out in 1997. But I, I have no idea. But yeah. Star Wars Special Edition. That's all I can think of. Titanic. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Costner was on roll that year with the uh, the post-apocalyptic stuff. So yeah, Waterworld. And yeah. Also underrated. Yeah, we're we're digressing. Yeah. Go ahead. Where were we? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, and the other one was the Virginia Association which had been passed by the Virginia House of Burgesses in 1769. Mm. That was like their legislature. Sure. Uh, and it had called for the non-importation of certain British goods after the Townshend Acts, and it rendered irrelevant by the repeal of most of those earlier in the decade. Uh, mm. So they were, you know, predated by them by a little bit, but the idea was there. Sure. Um, so a lot of the Virginia delegates were like, hey, maybe we should do something like this. So. Okay. Uh, it was composed of 14 articles on how the colonies would boycott British goods, including prevention of ways around the boycott. Oh, so like loopholes. Yeah, so they're trying to like, you know, cut down like, oh, you can't like, we're putting a boycott on British goods. Well, you can't take your British good to Bermuda and then trade it with us. Saying like, oh, that's not a British good. That's a Bermudian good. <laughs> yeah, I can see people doing yeah. that for sure. There's I mean, people couple... do that kind of stuff now. Yeah. Like... Um, there were a couple of, like, weird articles. There was one regulating about, like, you know, stuff regarding funerals. It, it, it's bizarre. That is bizarre. There, there's a couple lines, and I'm like, well, why? What? <laughs> but yeah. Well, I mean, fun- I, I just recently was reading about that. Funerals were, like, very big back then. Like, yeah. you would, there was a whole thing with funerals back yeah. then. Like, you know, having your wake and all that was, like, a bigger thing back then than it is now. Hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I was just reading about that not that long yeah. ago. So that it makes sense why they would add that in because it's like it was a big part of their lives. Yeah. Was they were more accepting of death back then. They, they had talked to be. about <laughs> it more. There was a lot of like they had a lot of um like jewelry and stuff mm. that had like, you know, the uh, memento mori thing and stuff yeah, a like lot that. of it was like regulating like what they would wear. Exactly. Yeah. So, that, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That would make sense then. Yeah. That would make so, sense. Yeah. It's just were... it's just on the face of it, just like if you just read it, just straight up, just dry. It's like <laughs> yeah, not knowing what? that. Yeah. Why is this in here? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this is bizarre. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If you weren't like yeah, if you didn't know that part of it, yeah. like, you'd be like, what? That makes <laughs> okay. that makes sense then. Yeah. Um. So, but uh, the. Continental Association passed by the Congress on October 20th, 1774. Uh, copies were sent to Parliament alongside the petition to King George III, as I mentioned earlier. Right. Uh, and the association went into effect on December the 1st. Now, Georgia, as I mentioned, they hadn't sent delegates. So they continued to import British goods for a little while, because like I said, they needed the Army's help in combating the Native Americans. Oh, right. But eventually they, 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 um, they got on board with it. Uh, shortly before the start of the revolution, so early 1775, they're like, "Okay, we'll 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 get in on this." Okay. So even though we didn't contribute to it's anything, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Britain's response was, "We're not going to negotiate. We're not going to back down. Well, we're telling you how it is. You're going to do it." Well, they thought they were the best. They're like, "We have the. I mean, we'll just crush you. We'll just. That's it. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? You're a bunch of farmers. I must break you. <laughs> yeah." So if he dies, he dies. Yeah. So and that's literally how they thought. Yeah. They were just like, we'll just kill all of you. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're the we're Britain. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll just okay. We'll just. It's nice that all of you signed this document, so we know who you are yeah. and we know who to hang. Exactly. We'll so find you and kill you. We'll we'll take care of it. Yeah. Exactly. So didn't go that way, did it? <laughs> no, did not. So yeah, that's a little bit about the Continental Association. Yep. So. All right. That's nice. Yeah. So uh, sources I use for this. Uh, from the U.S. Congress, their biographical directory, which has been helpful for them, some of these obscure people. Uh, in the Library of Congress, uh, they have their journals, which I looked, for, you know, kind of trying to see, you know, what what his deal was. Um, and there's also some letters of delegates to Congress, like his resignation letter is in there. That's cool. And John Hancock, like he even wrote him a uh, a uh, letter of safe conduct. Oh, so he could pass through the, the like the like if he came across like a continental army patrol like John Hancock be like hey he'll show him this like hey here's my pass oh wow the John Hancock sign they're like okay you can go they had that that paper? yeah wow well because it's like that's kind of cool I mean there wasn't really I like a driver's license back there sure yeah right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so like, this is signed by Han- John Hancock they're like okay <laughs> yeah I'd, but. We'll just accept it's, that it is. It's better than nothing. Yeah. But, um, and then the, if you want to see the pinned tweet on the Twitter for the general sources used. Um, and as I want to do, you know, I want to give a shout out to a different Rexypod every week until I run out of them. Um, which, Lord knows if we'll ever run out of them. Seems to be a new one every few months. So, um, the one I will recommend this time uh, is Pontifax. Uh, they just came back from a long hiatus, so now is the goodest time as any to catch up on their episodes. Uh, they rank all of the popes from Peter to Francis, although with Francis's health, that may change soon. He did just get out of the hospital. He seems fine. He's an adorable old man. So yeah, go listen to them. Uh, one of their 
co-host Bree. She actually uh, was our guest on an episode of the other podcast I do, We Have to Up, where we talked about Pope Stephen the Sixth and the Cadaver Synod. So maybe go listen to that episode. But yeah, go go give them a go check them out. They're good. They're better than us. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I'm sure. I don't have as many technical difficulties as we did tonight. Oh my lord. Yeah. So. All right. So next time. Next time. Next time. Well, as if you notice, this is our you know the fifth guy we've talked about. Oh. We haven't talked about anybody who signed the Constitution yet. That's true. Next time we will. Oh. Abraham Baldwin. Abraham Baldwin. Our first Constitution signer. And he and past couple, you know, episodes this one and Tommy and you know, been a little little light. This guy's got some Heft. Th- 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 there's some heft. There's some uh, there's some oh. meat. Oh, some meat to the bone. Yeah, there's some meat on the bone. So Abraham. Yep. Abraham Baldwin. Baldwin. So I wonder if his is if his brothers uh Stephen and Alec and Daniel and William signed it too. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, uh, no, he he didn't shoot anybody on any film sets. Oh, um, no, that's <laughs> too soon. Yeah, he also wasn't on a, a B-list celebrity uh, competition reality show hosted by a future president of the United States either. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, Abraham Baldwin next week. Woo. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out my... Uh, other project, The Drunken Pawn, we're on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to check out my other project, We Effed Up. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and all the podcast players you found this on. And also be sure to follow our podcast on Twitter, at Imperfect Men Pod. All right, we'll see you guys next time on Imperfect Men. Imperfect Men.